Hello there. I couldn't hear the music. I didn't know we were. I'll call it. This is the incoming from the outer rim beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. Uh, A second-rate production with top-rate hosts, I would say, (laughs) if anything. As long as I'm top-rate, I'll take it. But I guess I'm part Uh, of the production crew, too, so, you know, you win Uh, some, you lose some. (laughs) It has, like, a compliment sandwich for you, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Justin. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and uh, I don't have anything. I'm so tired. It's hard to follow that, wasn't it? I know. I got him. (laughs) This is Kyle, and uh, you know, I'm just happy that we got the whole, we got the beacon just, uh, whatever, in force today. We got uh, the whole tripod here, the whole gang. I know. Yep, the third leg has returned. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a family show, guys. (laughs) <laughs> what you said tripod jo- there's three legs on a tripod <laughs> yeah exactly try get tri- your mind out of the gutter yeah mini me whatever my bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i uh i threw josh the off in the beginning and uh <laughs> he, he didn't know how to come back in so maybe i need to change the intro second raid produ- second rate production with second rate hosts because yeah. oh, we we are falling apart here people bottom of the okay. barrel oh lord um well welcome everybody we if you're new to tune in yeah. yeah. If you're uh, new to tuning into the show, welcome. We're glad to have you. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. Yeah. So good if to you're have either you again. or, I'm, so. I apologize. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Josh is if getting If you're still here fun, so. two minutes in, <clears throat> why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are on to, we're reviewing Bad Batch right now. We're we'll on to episode six, which we're going to cover here in a little bit. Uh, we've got a little bit of news and notes this week as we always dive into. No, I don't, we won't have new celebration guests until Monday if they announce anything. So no new guests other than what we said care. on last week's show. Yeah. Um, about the guests. Ho- hope is great and also over. <laughs> Josh is poo pooing the celebration because he's, he's not going. Yeah. Um, I'm excited just to see what comes out of it. I mean, there's a lot that, that could drop at this celebration for the upcoming television series we've got in 2023. So, yeah, yeah no, I'm cool with that. I just don't stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do get Mads Mickelson, which is pretty dope. Um, I'm, I'm kind of jealous on that one. So, um, autographs and photo ops are on sale. So go check out Star Wars Celebration. And I, mean, I think not it's on um, sale. They're for sale. No, well, I mean, they're up for sale, but yes. Um, <clears throat> no discounts on those bad boys, which is what be. Kyle and I said last week. Yeah. If you've got an opportunity to get them at a local con here before heading, if you're going to Celebration, do it. It's usually a little cheaper on that front. So, um, After, you know, poo-pooing Hasbro last week, uh, Kyle and I kind of went on a yeah, tear yeah, uh, and kind of told, told him how it is. Uh, they did have their... I don't know what you call it. Their fan fest or whatever. They did oh, have they a had ton of stuff for, that they dropped. For, for us poo-pooing them? <laughs> no, I don't know if it was for us, but they did have some pretty cool things that they dropped. I'm not going to go through everything. One of them, they did show the um, what the Celebration exclusive is, which is a, I think, Revenge of the Jedi Darth Vader Black Series with like the slidey out case. And he's like red with the flames kind of on him. That was actually pretty cool. Um, and they did clarify afterwards that it is not 
only sold at Celebration. It will be sold in limited quantities on Hasbro Pulse as well. So um, I'm assuming that's after the con, not during the con, but you will have an opportunity to get one. Um, they did have some new vintage collection. This is not the most unhelmeted thing for me to say. Sorry to cut you off, but no, you're good. Uh, it, am I wrong to say it's cool for the con exclusives to actually only be available at the con? I, mm, I mean, I if you if you're gonna put a label on it like exclusive to me, that means it's usually like sold in one place. That's like one of the and that's one the only of the place cool you can get it. about going. That's why now, it's exclusive. We don't get yes. to go, so like. Maybe if you're into that figure, it's like you're excited that you get a chance at it. But, um, right. you know, those figures we got in Chicago and and other prior celebrations that you could only get there, uh, those are fun to mm-hmm. have. Uh, and it's not as, I feel like it, it's less exciting for those it's of us in exclusive. attendance when you can just buy it online later. Mm-hmm. Two things. One not only was the con exclusive when we went last year not con exclusive, it was also not there. You got a yeah, well, code voucher to buy it online. <laughs> yep. And so what I the second Swing thing is what, what I actually did was I did order it with that code while we were in California, and then whenever it actually went live on the site for non con goers, I ended up for the regs. Can- yeah, I get, yeah. I ended up canceling the other pre-order and ordering it again with other stuff to save on shipping. And probably got it cheaper than you would have, right? Well, yeah, because I didn't have to ship Produce it by save. itself. Yeah. 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 Stupid. It's yeah. I'm not. If they're gonna, if you're gonna label it exclusive to me, it should only be sold in limited quantities or at one location, and that's it. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, and then people, when they get mad, like, well, it's so expensive on the second one. Well, it's why it's exclusive. Go to the con. (laughs) Yeah. Like, go to the con or pay the secondhand market price that you know is going to be there. If you're that kind of collector. Right. (laughs) Otherwise, don't call it exclusive and sell it to everybody. So that's released at the convention or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, they did have some cool drops though in the announcement. In vintage collection, they do have an unhelmeted Vader coming out, which looks pretty cool. The detail on it yeah. is actually pretty good. Um, Wait for that. Head. Yeah, most of these you can look for in spring or summer of 2023. They have a vintage collection Star Killer refresh that they're doing, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know about all the refreshes when there's so many other characters that we could be releasing right now. Um, yeah. You know, if I look through this, they're re-releasing a vintage collection Han Solo Endor bunker. They're re-releasing a Weequay, mm-hmm. um, a, a two-pack Weequay, right? Am I wrong about that? They are no, it's a one. It's just literally Weequay from the barge. Oh, I thought they were and coming he's as a by set. himself. No, um, they are doing. They're literally re-releasing clone Captain Hauser because in that four-pack he was named clone Captain Ballast. So we're not even a year after that pack came out that they're re-releasing him with the correct name. I kind of prefer Ballast because I think now he's the mess up. So, you know, what it is, what it is. Um, They are doing a phase two clone trooper refresh. A lot of these were refreshes. And then they're doing a 212th trooper build pack. So for, you know, for 212th in a pack. So a lot of refresh in vintage collection. They're doing an Admiral Piat. Like weak sauce. 
Yeah, new characters, people. Isn't uh, can you comment on the the Jesse drama? What uh, they're doing a black series Jesse Arc Trooper Jesse? He's got the wrong helmet. Oh, I didn't see that. Does he? Yeah. So Jesse has like the 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 fin thing is just like flat, f- f- like just on him, and it the on the on the figure he has the like the viewfinder thing that Jesse doesn't have, and he mm-hmm. has that like the fin. He has like the old school fin that goes like straight back instead of curving with the helmet. Yeah, I have to. I, I should yeah. just send you. I, d- I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yakface um, was posting a bunch about it. How it's like, wow, they didn't even like. They can't even. It's like real obvious, easy details, and they, you know, and they missed, missed it. it. Yeah. Um, that one is specifically a Walmart exclusive. Ah, oh, Hooray! God. Get excited, people! Um, and it <sighs> does actually. That is the one figure that has a pre-order of three sixteen. Ooh, um, Stone Cold Day. <laughs> yes, Stone Cold Day. Um, that is the only figure they did a pre-order for. Everything else is just sold online or in stores at a later date. They're not doing any pre-orders on any of this stuff, which they kind of listened to people and said, we're done with the pre-orders. Get it back in the stores. We want to find these things actually in locations instead of I've trying seen, to do a damn pre-order. I've seen pictures all over Canada where their shelves are stocked with stuff. Yes. Um, yep. Like in all different stuff, yeah. not the, like 20 of the same thing either. Yeah. It's like full racks of vintage collection figures that are different figures. And I, I will um, say my, my local target, especially in the Walmart too, a little bit are better stocked in star Wars figures lately than they have you know i it seems like for a year and a half two years almost the shelves were almost barren um Mm -hmm. and there is some stuff now now whether or not it's affordable or whether or not it's anything that you haven't already seen 20 times that's a whole other story but there there is some stuff out there not like canada but some stuff um the other thing they had in this release, they did release a 40th uh, a Return of the Jedi 40th roleplay item, which is the Scout Trooper helmet. Um, it does have the voice changer. It has soft uh, padding on the mm-hmm. inside, um, and it does have the hinged front, so you can flip it up um, like the normal troopers do. Um, and that's going nice. to be available summer of 2023 as well. It looks good. I mean, they do a great job with the helmets. What's the price on um, that? 100 120 what are the normal ones? About 150? I think my Boba Tan was like 150, something like that. Yeah. So probably somewhere in that price range. So, But, I mean, just wait long enough and GameStop There's will a good run a sale on them. and go on second. They, they go to those like uh, second-hand stores, you know, your Marshalls and your... Uh, uh, what's, what's the other one? Burlington gets stuff. Burlington, yeah. yep. And you'll, yeah. you'll get them so be on the lookout for those there uh, or check your Facebook marketplace. I've seen tons of them pop up there, like the Poe Dameron helmet, um, like the Luke pilot helmet has shown up there. There's just a bunch well, of them. Like, Dameron helmets, they were done. like almost giving those away for a while, weren't they? Yeah, like, I remember I, I bought them. They were like 20 yeah. bucks at one point. Yeah. 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 Yep. I bought so, one for someone once. I don't remember which one of you it was, but. It was me. It sits on my shelf. It was you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then uh, they did announce some pipeline stuff. They have a lot of retro that was Book of Boba Fett related. Uh, they do have some vintage collection coming up. No, I'm not super jazzed. They do have um, the one thing in vintage collection, though, that they have coming out is the N1 Starfighter mm-hmm. from Mando. That does look Which good. is super cool because I'm like, okay, we've got another vehicle coming for vintage collection, um, albeit a, a brand new one. None of, I mean, there's other classical vehicles we could choose, but at least it's something it's a in a vehicle. vehicle. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some of these actually made on like from makers with 3d printers that are fantastic with removable parts. So a little late to the game, but they are doing it. And one thing we love with vintage collection stuff is usually the packaging. So I bet that packaging yeah. on that vehicle is going to be pretty sweet. So, um, and then they are also doing another role play helmet that's coming out. It's the 332nd clone helmet. Oh, so yeah, be that. on the lookout for that one. Look good on the shelf too. Yeah. A bunch of traders. Easy does it. <laughs> Um, that was it from the Hasbro announcement. The only other bit of news that I had on here was uh, Disney Plus announced uh, Star Wars Visions Volume Two. Super excited for Me that. Uh, that's going to release May fourth, twenty twenty three. It's going to be nine new shorts from nine different studios around the globe. We're going global this time. Wonder why Taking they picked a random time. date. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Of all the calendar days, May fourth. Who'd have thought? We need we need a uh, uh, Studio Ghibli um, Star Wars thing to happen. I I know they made they teased it and then they made that like little soot sprite and Grogu short thing. But we need like a I want a like actual you know half an hour forty five minute or more uh, mm. Studio Ghibli something something. You guys familiar with? Yeah, I'm into Studio it. Studio Ghibli. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I um around the world, huh? So it's not just going to be anime this time. That's interesting. Uh yeah, it, it, that's what I got out of it. You can check it on starwars.com, but um and I didn't look at the studios and where they're from yet, but it sounded like it's not going to focus mostly on anime. It's going to be different forms of animation that are just global. I huh. can't wait to see that. Interesting. In, in the way before times when I was a child, there was um on the outside as as well as on the inside whereas now i'm just a child on the inside right um <laughs> in the golden era of cartoon network the when they just had like a handful like three or four of their own original shows and the rest of the time slots were for hanna barbera cartoons and looney tunes and tom and jerry they had this show on sunday nights called oh canada and it was all weird but sweet cart like a, it was like a compilation of weird but sweet cartoons from Canada, and mm. I still mm. think about it. It's like there's just a bunch of really weird um, stuff. I was always very captivated, sneaking to watch it because it was on at like ten o'clock. Turning my mm. TV on with the volume low, you know. So well, maybe nice. there will be a Canadian episode. Um, How's she going? For you to enjoy of uh, Star Wars Visions. I don't really know Obi-Wan. anything about Obi Wan with a Labat Blue eating a couple Timbits, maybe. The AB one. They got a they got a Tim Hortons on uh, I Tatooine. See what you did there, yeah. bud. Hey. <laughs> e. Uh, and then Josh, you had another note in here, right? Yeah, this on, isn't uh, really news, but it doesn't. I don't know where else to go. Um, 
Have you guys read the Anthony Daniels IMC3PO book? I've not. I, I listened to it. Okay. The yeah, audio so did book, I. yes. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I just finished it. It is very good. Yeah. Um, And I'm just, I don't know, just wanted to mention that I had finished it. And it was Does he narrate good. himself? Oh, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I and will, um, uh, I'll check that out. Just just a couple uh, fun things that I didn't know. Um, I will just say that he was very instrumental in a lot of very big fan things that happen now. Like he was he was part of putting the first celebration together, and he was the one that was like, "Hey, we should invite these." fan cosplayers to events like 501st i don't think was doing like official lucasfilm stuff with you know at events until he made hmm. it happen which is wild mm-hmm. um what and also i didn't know that him and kenny baker didn't get along which is also wild but that was yeah that was a trip for me when i first heard that i was like oh also it sounds like okay. kenny baker was only barely in the r2 unit like but anyway yeah yeah very good and um yeah it's a good listen, good read. If, yeah. yeah. Must, sure. I must. Yeah, and I would say just listen to it because he does it himself. And I would say it's, yeah. a, it's a must for any Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, and that's Josh list. Reviews right. Books in two minutes on this week's episode of <laughs> Outer Rim Beacon. Nice. We'll get a Josh book segment in here. Yeah. I did start the High Republic audio book, finally. The first one that you're supposed to read as far as I'm just so afraid two. that we're not going to um, review it for like a year that I don't want to start I know. it yet. No, I know. Because we have this, and, and then we have Bad Batch, and then we have Mando, and then Mando's looks like coming Mando, out soon. Yeah, Mando's going to not be finished by the time the vi- like Visions. I'm like, what? when? When are we going to have time? <laughs> right. Battle. The Battle of Jeddah ah. is, is one of the... There's a... a uh, like a one-shot comic that is supposed to like kick off that whole era, and then this is the first novel or YA novel that's supposed to kick it off. It's it's a sh- short listen. It's like six hours, and I think I'm like two hours in. And so far, it's okay. But again, it's it's all new characters. It's all new things that I'm having to like listen to and learn, and that can be a little chaotic at times. So. <clears throat> But yeah, well, let's uh, let's dive into uh, what we're really here to talk about. Mm. Bad Batch season two, episode six, titled Tribe. This was directed by Brad Rouse, Stuart Lee, writers Dave Filoni, Jennifer Corbett. The cast is Bad Batch and Omega. We did have... Some of our traditional voice artists back for this. We had Shelby Young back in this, Noshir Dalal, who is voicing at Vice Admiral Rampart and the other other parts of the show. Um, Jonathan Lipow, um, who's been mentioned before, and then uh, JP Carliac. Most of these, most of them played either the Axis droids and leaders, or the cartel droids and the Trandoshan tank driver and the cartel droid number two. So, not uh, an extensive cast or any special get crazy special guests this week, but um, back to doing normal bad batch things and this is what Um, makes bad batch fun to watch i don't want to toot my own horn but i did predict last week that there was going to be a tribe in this episode and (laughs) 
look who's right, guys. So <laughs> yes, keep that rolling. I don't know what gave uh, it away one, with an episode titled one, "Tribe." One. No, I think this was a this was a good episode, though. It, to me, it was very easily the second best episode of the season so far. Right? Any dispute to that? Does anybody think there are other than the uh, crosshair uh, episode with Cody? This is the next best one, right? Does anybody have another one ahead of it? Uh, no, I would. My only thing would be, and I think you said this to me when we were talking about it before I watched, or, um, is that it could even be like depending on your perspective or what sort of yeah, sure. Star Wars things you like, uh, it might be your favorite. True. Yeah, if you love yeah. the Jedi or you just love the uh hate the Empire enough that you're not into that stuff at all or whatever, um yeah, this could definitely be your favorite. Got to see a lightsaber, right? First one since Caleb Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, it was, was really uh, nice seeing my friend uh Gunji here. Is it Gunji or Grungy? <laughs> I was gonna say grungy. I almost said grungy. It's not grungy. grungy. <laughs> uh, that's worse than I'm a gonna die. And uh, they're gonna call the the, the Wookiee grungy. That'd be rude. Well, if he was wearing flannel, maybe. <laughs> That's going to show up That's in some I've not seen a Wookiee wearing of, flannel. Uh, Star Wars Visions, the the musical episode is going to have. Ooh, the guest, guest, uh, guest gr- voice grungy by the mu- Eddie, the... Vedder, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> He'll be grungy, the unintelligible lead vocalist Wookiee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was um short short quick synopsis right we're on another side quest to begin this essentially bad batch is on a side quest yeah um some nasty we, droids yeah they were not very kind the, and the one dude's like nah we gotta check them all make sure they work he's like huh, okay great let's go Tech's over there insulted at this point, just like, oh, these guys. I mean, um, if but you're yeah. going to engage yeah. in crime, I'm not taking your word for it either. Yeah, <laughs> I, pr- I promise you, every single one of them's good. I did, I did it myself. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Okay, sure. You can trust me. <laughs> he scans the first one. Oh, we're good. Would a guy with glasses lie to you? Yeah. Jeepers, mister. Thanks. Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. So <laughs> we're on a side quest to sell fake passports for people or something um yeah yeah, essentially and then you know omega and echo are waiting at the ship they hear a wookie and echo's already in the ship so omega goes exploring she encounters what are these vanguard access droids i don't know they were so they were there's a they're a type of droid there was the same droid that was like uh Helping out Obi Wan in the Underground Railroad, in in that right, isn't it mm. the same class of droid? They look the same to me. Uh, Are you talking about the the big yellow one? Yeah. No, I think that was a different. That's a load lifter droid. I think he's that's pretty oh, Ned? similar. Not as in talking about Ned. Yeah, Ned. Yeah, I don't he think has he's, a ne- the, he's, he's a the same droid, as and his name is Nedekin. 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 He looks pretty <laughs> similar to these things. But anyway, I don't think. I think. I don't know, maybe he is. He said you don't mess with Vanguard Axis. So I think that was like their mm-hmm. whatever crime syndicate or syndicate or, or 
gang or uh, mob, the Vanguard whatever. Axis was a criminal organization operational after the end of the Clone Wars. The organization organization engaged in illicit operations such as smuggling, forgery, and slavery. It was entirely run by droids, which included its leader and. Uh, headquartered at a space station. That was a weird sentence that they wrote on Wikipedia. Um, Josh, that was a whole <laughs> was lot say, of words is, for you to say. Yeah, you're right. That Kyle. is a very generalized summary of the new Vanguard axis that we got in one yeah, episode I would, I would of call, Bad I would, I would qualify this uh, Wikipedia article that I just happened to click on at the right exact yeah. time to, to for what we were saying. Um, this is definitely a uh, what what we would call in the industry a stub. Hmm. This is a new entrant yeah. to the uh yeah to the to the dictionary here. So they're brand new. Um they're not but nice. anyway, Echo, apparently they're just uh no. human trafficking or sentient yeah. beings. How trafficking. many human traffickers do you know that are are nice? I don't personally know any, so it's hard for me to say. Um, <laughs> like hundred percent. I don't know any. I can't. I mean, judge them. I don't. They're they're in that business. I can't really say. So, um. But well, anyway, Omega goes off and she, cause she hears a Wookiee, she finds two of these guards basically torturing this Wookiee. So with she, their zapper sticks. Yep. To see it. Yep. So she helps him out, gets him to the ship and basically says, Hey, we can help you. He's a little reluctant cause he realizes, uh, uh Echo's a clone. trying to murder, uh, Jedi yep. is the new And at this quo. point he's like, do I really want to be captured by the slavers or do I want to take a chance with these guys? I'm going to go with these guys. Um, gets on the ship. They get him off, take him back to Kashyyyk, uh, learn his name is Gunji on the ship. Um, because, of course, you know, two, take two of the five of them speak Shrewook or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, they understood a little bit, I think. But I was impressed that uh, the subtitles actually said Shrewook. Yeah. Like when, when someone would talk, it would say like speaking Shrewook, because that's one of those spots where they've gotten real lazy with Star Wars, like how they're not naming background characters anymore. Yeah. Like they're, it'll just mm-hmm. say alien language, and I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> well, Hunter yeah. also called it Wookie. Too. That's okay he's for like, him to call it Wookie because he's <laughs> my Wookie's a little rusty. Like what? what? <laughs> All right, like, so I was my gonna... human language is a little rusty, guys. Like what? I, I was going to bring this up later, but it, this is a perfect spot. So, and I only asked this. I wouldn't. I would have just assumed that Wrecker also speaks Shrewook because. Once the, he starts like battling with the Wookiees and like eating with the Wookiees, he makes you know noises that I'm assuming are him speaking Shrewook. But then in the you know the subtitles already said like speaking Shrewook or said something in Shrewook for when like Gunji says something or when um, the spiritual leader says something, and then but then when Wrecker makes those noises, says says Wookie noises. And I'm like, is he just like, is he being like, he being like, like the I'm way just you mo- talk to like your mocking dog. you and yeah. being and, and like being racist to the to the Wookies? Uh, potentially, oh but yeah. he's just like a I, lovable yeah, that's buffoon. Kind of, so they're like, ugh, this friggin' guy, whatever. That's kind of what I took it as was Hunter uh, Wreckers just imitating essentially like well, oh this seems the- like a very cool thing to do <laughs> like jumping down on the tank at that point i figured that's what he was doing i well, thought the well, whole uh, thing with shri yeah. was supposed to be that 
everyone can understand each other, but something about like the bi- their biological makeup of their vocal cords, like they make these sounds, they speak this way, and like human vocal cords don't make those same sounds, and vice versa. Like they can't speak basic, like they're physically incapable That's of That's kind of what I got. Not, like not they can ignorant. understand it. Yeah. No, yeah. But like they, it, I, clearly I Gunji like, knows what they're saying. I think it's not even possible for Wrecker to mm-hmm. like have you have we ever seen a human speaking Shriwook? Like they can always communicate with each other. But Han Solo kinda does, right? No, he speaks he to him a in little English. Basic. I thought he did a little me. bit in um in solo. I thought he did it once or twice in solo, but maybe I'm wrong. That sounds familiar. Like he gave a little grunt. Or I, something. I think he does give something to him in solo, but maybe I'm I it's I haven't rewatched. Oh, you that know in what? While, I think he maybe did when he was in that mud pit thing when it, to get him to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he knows a little bit of it, but I, I don't th- I think you're right, Kyle. I, I think like the human vocal cords cannot fully like make all resonate of how they speak, yeah. and I think Wookiees cannot replicate human speech, and that's why they can't. But they can understand it clearly because Gunji knew exactly what Hunter was saying and uh, Omega was saying. So, Omega. well, while we're Do talking you, speech Ome- patterns Omega. and languages, uh, has has Omega's accent gotten a little less accenty in season two? <laughs> They're like, hey, Michelle, know. tone down that Kiwi, all right? I don't know. I swear to you, I don't know. Like, I felt like in season one it was Omega Antique and uh, Beta than Eva, and now it's just Rika. And Rika, and yeah. now it's just it's not as much. I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to it more, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, Chris Hemsworth says that like his friends back home make fun of how much his accent has, like degraded as yeah. he's not living in, in Straya anymore so maybe you know she's more mm-hmm. we don't want to say worldly because she's guys all the time or whatever yeah. and, you know just yeah. by clear so well before we get uh too far into this let me um let me play this little clip here with hunter to gunji when they're on the ship because he's trying to hunter. calm him down and hunter he's trying to calm uh him down and basically say look we're we're not the bad guys here What's wrong? He doesn't trust us. Well, seeing how all clones were given an order to execute the Jedi, he has good reason to be cautious. I'm sorry about what happened, but we are not like the other clones. We did not follow that order, and we don't work for the Empire either. Hunter's telling the truth. You don't have to be afraid of us. It's okay. Eat. It's okay. Eat. It's just so like, here, have twice. food. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what was in that little lunch box, that little uh, like a bento thing box of food, but yeah, a little bento box rations. of goodies. So, <laughs> rations. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, basically, they get him on the ship. They agree to he take Gunji back to... Though. Can we all agree on that? Hey, look, we're not like those other clones. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm in. Um, Kyle, this is a 25 minute. I know. Episode, I know. And buddy. they did literally. They did just save him <laughs> from episode. potential slavers or whatever <sighs> horrible thing. Which I'm. I, I'm not like. Did, I don't know if you guys saw my note on this or not, but there was 
there was so like I don't I don't even know I'm not even gonna waste my time on this. Um, let's well, keep moving on. I so we go know. back. <laughs> Can't do I don't that. know. I watched a dang video trying to link last week's episode we to Justin, the Zepho from Jedi Fallen Order. Stupid, like I Godzilla episode. Listen, we all have our crazy tin hat. Oh theories. no, I, I get I it. I saw that. Yeah, that's around too. a little bit of a stretch when there is literally zero connection. The only connection was that they have like the same kind of technology for this blaster thing, and they're an ancient ancient alien species or race that's not around anymore and that's it but that's like names probably tons in this galaxy that are older or no longer around at this point and in i don't know for me it was a little bit of a stretch to relate the two i mean i, I just that thing from that last episode that's of just the bad batch is not about anything at all we're never going to hear about it again we're never going to see it again it's not related to anything that's my no Cal Kestis popping up in opinion. Bad Batch season two. That's my opinion. No. No. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't either. I just took it as I don't know side quest number three, and that was it. So anyway, uh, so we get to we get to Kashik, right? We find out Kashik is is now what they're they're what they say raising it what did uh how did echo the empire was uh you know they were yeah. burning parts um, of it down essentially smoke and deforestation is how he put it on kashik so they basically go looking for this Teamed village that the they Trandoshans, used to know existed dirty imperials yeah. <laughs> yeah um clones are now in leagues with trandoshans looking for wookies well, uh, to put to work uh, yeah um but anyway we 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 do get to meet some kashik creatures that we've never seen before the spider that things. was kind of dope we get more spiders yep a little different apparently those spider things are from are, are in kotor oh really oh. yeah i'm about to go back and play that now um yeah we get the spider things and then the big eared cat things. oh yeah the oh, things that, they were the, riding that they were riding yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, where were those when? Uh, when were the? Where were those when the separatists showed up uh, on the beaches? Because those things would have helped out a lot. Um, but yeah, so we do get some some cool Kashyyyk creatures. We do kind of learn that um, the Wookies essentially believe that they're they don't own the pl- the trees on the planet, or that and they're allies to those trees, and they're very communal with nature and and kind of how they go about their business, which is why they make their homes in the trees and they're, uh, they work hand in hand with the nature around them. And it's, it's a cool thing to see. So I liked all that stuff because that's how it's supposed to be. The Wookiees are, they're really intelligent and they're like technologically advanced and they do like, they are mechanics and they worked on the death star. And obviously like Chewbacca worked on the millennium Falcon and fixed it. And, uh, but they choose to live in the trees and, you know, not build skyscrapers and not destroy their planet and, you know, uh, you know, just, I guess, be more with nature. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a very cool thing. I like it. Well, obviously, yeah. they think the trees have some sort of sentience if they're, you know, mm-hmm. asking them for help and whatnot. Yep. And I think they feel that. Tree, the trees can communicate with the other animals or creatures faster than what they could because they're, 
you know, they can send it through basically a, I don't want to say a fibrous network of, of roots, but essentially, yeah, like they can communicate with each other much faster than maybe the Wookiees and some of these other creatures well, and I they think can the, relay messages. The so. larger takeaway is that just everything is connected, you know, and, and they're yeah. recognizing yep. that, that we're not all separate things. We're different parts of one thing. Mm hmm. So we get uh, we get the Trandoshans and the clones essentially looking for him because they realize there's a Jedi there because he used his saber. Gunji used his saber on the one tank uh, in their first encounter. Yeah, so they realize there's a Jedi. General Venomore, Trandoshan General Venomore, offers up a hundred Wookie pelts, I think, yeah. to yeah, whoever finds the Jedi. I love those things. So they all go off in search. Um, and then, but here it's another. Um, this is another example, just like Rampart not reporting that the Bad Batch are still out there. He wanted to keep that to himself because he selfishly wanted to protect his ego and his position and his achievement or whatever. And mm-hmm. now again, there's a rogue Jedi on the loose, and rather than report it and run it up the flagpole and let everybody know that this is going on because this is something that, I mean, think about it. Darth Vader is out there. The the Emperor is out there. If they know there's a Jedi on Kashyyyk, it's like all hands on deck. They're going to burn the place down before they let him just Mm -hmm. run off, you know? Uh, But instead, he keeps it to himself because he selfishly like wants the glory of catching the Jedi doesn't tell anybody, but then spoiler alert, they all get taken out. So now at least temporarily Genji's safe. Nobody knows. Yeah. Well, this is the problem when you subcontract the work, right? This is, I mean, there's no, the empire doesn't, well, Rampart, the empire the doesn't really thing. employ. He's a, he's a friggin uh, yeah. officer. In, in yeah, but in the Imperial Navy, the Empire really did not hire many alien species or recruit them into their ranks. Only they to stayed do the dirty work, Justin. Only, right, right. So they sub. I said, "Oh, Kashyyyk's too far out. We're going to subcontract the work to these Trandoshans. Uh, they th- like doing this stuff anyway." Too far out. I think it's because it's hard, tough work. Uh, only so many people want to go toe to toe with a Wookiee. But, and I'm also, well, that's true too. Um, but if I'm this clone really, only and I'm going, well, actually, wait a minute, yeah, just that. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I don't report to you. I report to my boss who, well, and I mean, if they, I don't know, maybe if they said you report to this guy, that's why they did it. But it's crazy clones, man. It's weird. I don't know why they wouldn't report it, but yeah. Clones, well, no, man. that's why. That, no, it was Clones, the, it man. was the head Trandoshan guy. He was like, "I'm going to catch this Jedi and turn him mm-hmm. in and get all the credit and get probably he assumes some kind of reward and money. So rather than say anything about it, I'll just catch him. But yeah, he was so little, uh, overly cocky, <laughs> overzealous, confident yeah. with his success. So they basically. They pin him down, they ambush him, destroy the tanks, capture the general. Well, he gets taken by the spiders, so he gone. Yeah, he was the last um, And then the um, Gunji has a new tribe. Yep. He's, he's with family again, yep. or at least close to family. So, um, yeah, I did have, um, 
there were some interesting clips with um with uh Hunter and Yana. Yana is the elder um in that they meet later on when they're first kind of talking to him and and this is the first encounter with Hunter to Yana on uh Gunji. What's wrong? He doesn't trust oh, us. Hold on, that was the wrong one. Of course I hit the wrong Redo. button. Here we go. We were soldiers of the Republic. But let's just say we don't see eye to eye with the Empire. We came because Gunji was in trouble. Jedi or not, he's still a child. He needs his people. Jedi or not, he's still a child. He needs his people. Bad Batch doing the right thing. Love to see it. Unlike the Jedi Council, who would have 100% put him on the front lines of a war. (laughs) (laughs) In a losing battle at this point. Like, here, kid, go help defend the last Jedi. Um, Sure. Um, hey, he Gunji held his own, man. I'm I'm not gonna lie. The the standoff scene between the Vanguard Axis, the Bad Batch, and Gunji's over there, and that's what he was looking for when in that box. And Omega was like, "What are you yeah, doing?" He's he he trying to find saber. a saber. Yeah. And then when he gets into that standoff scene, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, there's my saber!" And he like pulls it over to him and lights it up. You see Hunter go, "Oh, we have a Jedi." Okay, <laughs> and like he's like, "This just got real." Um, that scene was great. I loved that scene. I thought it was fantastic. Um, what, uh, what other bits um, in the bad batch fell right into line, um, with the Jedi too. You know, they were felt very comfortable working with him. You know, they even listened to him when he was like, don't, uh, don't mess with the spider things. If you, you know, they'll, they won't attack you unless they're, since you're being hostile or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. What uh what other things did you guys like in this episode? Anything stand out to you? Anything you really enjoyed? This was a side quest, but at least it, it felt more it did more to, you know, push the overall Star Wars narrative and lore forward than the last couple, you know. Yeah, for sure. Although I will say I feel like in 5 like how many Jedi? How many Jedi survived this thing? Like, there's we're, we had a <laughs> well, couple. Cal-Kestis we had a couple there, uh, people every year. There's a couple more Jedi that are alive. Yep. Um, oh yeah. Well, we got Gunji. The Great Cal, Purge did, got, is not. Uh, uh, Kanan. We got Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. At least the, Yoda. Y- Yoda. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. That other random guy from Obi Wan that got killed. Mace Windu still out there. Easy does it. Settle down. They do it well. I'm okay with it. They do keep it. Some no, some I'm, people I'm really want to him to still be out he, there. That, so he's a beloved Clone Wars character for me from a really great story arc. Um, he and it's cool to see that what happened to him, and uh, now it feels like. He's still out there, and then he could potentially have some more story at some point. Um, so I'm into it. I agree. Yeah. This is not yeah. the part of any larger story arc, I don't believe. Um, and 
I think that's what we really prefer is, you know, give us a string of episodes that are, you know, telling an actual story that have something to do with the larger, um, I guess, larger storyline of what these these characters are going through uh, rather than just this week. I, I think we still want to know what are they doing as it relates to those other clones that are out there. And we know that the other clones are questioning the orders. Uh, what's up with Crosshair and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Which is probably why episode three hit so well, sure. right? Yeah. Because that ties into the direct story that Bad Batch is. Yeah, that main story um, arc we, we haven't really touched on other than that one episode. You know, this had mm-hmm. some fun stuff. You know, we saw lightsabers and we saw Trandoshans and we saw Wookiees and we saw a character that we know and we saw the whole group working together, which all is good uh, and better than what we've been getting, but uh, it still didn't really have anything to do with the mainline point of it. It'll give us a character that we can bring back in another thing later, though. You know, like, you know, the Spice Girls arc, uh, you know, we ended up seeing them later on after mm-hmm. not really expecting them to be anything past that, you know, now now Gunji or Grungy, you know, can be in something later. Gotta um, love Grungy. Yeah. I feel like we found like a new logo shirt. It's going to be Gunji with, with a flannel on and then have Outer and Beacon next to his, his fur kind of like I kind of like that. I, we need an artist. A little bit, yeah. If anybody knows a good artist in Star Wars, can you please hook us up? Because we've got some good ideas that we need to get get pen to paper with. At so. least one. Yeah, I I did love um seeing a more mature Gunji at this point because he is a little older than when we saw him in the the teachings episode with Ahsoka where they go to get their their crystals. Um, being being hunted you guys think- and uh, you know everyone you know being murdered will really age somebody pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I yep. imagine. <laughs> seen some things really um do you guys think that we're gonna see gunji later on in bad batch this season or do you think it's just a one and done shot from him or do I we think, think he's gonna be an ally for other things i th- okay. i think we'll see him in this season kind of depends on where they go well that seems like a know. total non it's hard to determine it? from yeah it's hard to determine from the I six episodes nothing, we've had <laughs> when when only two of them have really pertained to any kind of bad bad story. Um, I have another critique. critique I wish away. that Grungy. I'm just calling him Grungy now. I, like I wish it. Grungy wouldn't have been in the trailer. Yeah, so it was because a I know surprise. that mm. I know that like you guys probably because you're more versed in the animated stuff than like you would have saw that snaggletooth he has and been like ah that's who that is but i i wouldn't have known until the lightsaber came out so mm-hmm. um because I, I didn't realize he had that feature until i noticed it on this episode i don't think i was watching the the uh, other one as close like the other episodes he was in of clone wars so it still would have been cool, though, to just be surprised in general. For sure. Right? And not have known that he was going to be in Bad Batch this season yeah. somewhere. And I think that would have been way better than even not even 
teasing the Wookiee, just leave it as nothing and, and yeah. let the fans wonder and then be like, oh, I know that guy. Although then if we don't put enough cool stuff in the trailer, we complain too. So, I mean, you, it's a... It's a <laughs> Truly it's a, are damned so. if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. True. Very true. Uh, do you guys think we learn who their potential buyer was for Gunji, or do we already already have a hunch as to who that might have been? Uh, I'm not if, sure it's important. If it was the Empire, who would definitely be interested in obtaining any Force users, and they definitely knew he was Force-sensitive because they had the lightsaber, right? Uh, mm-hmm. then that would definitely be relevant. If it was just some wealthy person that wanted to have a Jedi Wookiee, then it probably doesn't matter, you know? But who who else do we know that is definitely interested in collecting Force sensitives other than the Vader Empire. And, and the Emperor? Sweet inquisitors yeah um although that's um it's an interesting take though i could here's a little bit of a twist it would be interesting if it was a jedi that is hiding right it is very discreet about things and and not letting that go that says hey i'm trying to find other jedi but i need to do it in a discreet manner i will pay bounty hunters to find other Jedi to bring them to me alive. In that way I can protect them or keep them at least safe in, in my whatever. I, I don't know who that would be. Don't get me wrong. I have no idea who that would be, but it's just kind of a, it'd be kind of a cool well, well, kind of reverse Luthen, play obviously. of things well, um, like a Luthan but... or somebody trying to keep them safe, but using a back channel, if you will, to find them. Well, there is one, Jedi that we know is alive now, and we didn't mention this person in our list of people who have since survived the purge. Um, who I feel like I remember him, you know, uh, being a little bit of a bad boy, so doing a little dirty tactic might be, uh, like this might be, uh, within his wheelhouse, and that would be Quinlan Voss. Maybe Quinlan True. Voss would pay a bounty hunter yeah. to track someone down if they had a lead. Yeah. Although he'd also he might just get his hands dirty and do it himself too, though. So. True. But I, you know what but I mean. He's not like, squeaky I can see clean. That happening. He's not squeaky clean. No. So that's. I think we're. I think we're yeah. taking a leap to call these. Uh, <laughs> these. Group of droids bounty hunters. First of all, that's one thing. Do um, you want me to read the stub again, sir? But they. <laughs> They were, a cri- they were a crime organization, not that was smuggling. Hunters. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and it may not have either, been either way. They were also like shocking him and stabbing him and torturing him. So if in if that scenario your you were proposing, to get your... if it was an innocent right. party, I hope they didn't know that was going to be the way they did it, but. That that's an awful big reach. Uh, I I think yeah. it'd be easier to say it was some other nefarious person who wanted to do bad things. Um, mm-hmm. Other other than yeah. the Vader and and the Emperor, but 
I don't know. We don't really have any reason. To yeah, I don't think it's either. a good guy. I was just playing along because it was fun. No, I just <laughs> no, I just was intrigued by the idea, and it is a, a bit of a stretch. But um, I don't think we're going to get who the buyer is. Period. I, I think that's just left to the imagination, and I would assume it's Inquisitors or Vader. Well, the or thing is, saying, "Hey, find me these Jedi." If it is Vader and the Emperor, which there's no reason to expect it's anyone else they're not going to just let it go you know especially when they fi- they're mm-hmm. going to say well where's this wookiee jedi that we're expecting well he escaped well then they're obviously going to be on the lookout so i guess that uh would be one one tick in the maybe he shows up again this season or at some point yeah. column uh because right, now yeah. now he's yeah. on their radar yeah. Although is on their radar, but kind of he's also you know because everyone that knew everyone besides the buyer you know had any idea what was going on with him is is gone. So he's also hiding on Kashyyyk. So <laughs> like they I, <laughs> let me remind you that they hid Luke Skywalker on Tatooine like, with do, the people first place Anakin dog the bounty hunter looks is your mom's house is all I know. So like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should go somewhere else. I don't know. Potentially, yes. He stands out. I mean, he stands out though. Just about anywhere else he goes, because he's a Wookiee. So that is that. Actually, that's a good um, point. Th- hiding out on Kashyyyk wow. as a Jedi is not a. Listen to both of you guys. Bad idea. Wookiees all look the same. <laughs> so as long as he's around other Wookiees, nobody will ever be able to find him. It's like okay. saying all Trandoshans are evil. Wow. Get out of here. We're about to get our whole podcast canceled. Get out of here. Racism. Uh, <laughs> um, I do have one last clip I want to play here. It was actually uh, the conversation between Hunter and Yana and Echo on kids at the end of this episode, and I thought this was this was great. They're both just kids, but they don't get to be. Not in this galaxy. When a young one leaves, the trees weep, but when they return. The trees sing as this child has found his new home. Perhaps one day we all will find a new path. Hopefully, one far away from war. Hopefully, a path far away from war. Not anytime soon. Hate to break it to you. No, and it's yeah, and it's it's hard to hear because it's basically. I mean, Hunter understands that. Like it whatever their war with the separatists was, you know, impacted everybody and kids. And here we are past that, but it's still raging and it's just a different fight now. And it's still impacting kids and families uh, across the galaxy. And it's hard to hear. And I, I think, you know, what is, what is this? What does Luthen say? I, I, what is it? I light the fire to burn or to see a sunrise. I'll never see or something like that. That's basically, what Hunter's doing and what the Bad Batch are doing. Like, we're never going to see the end of this. Um, it's not going to happen in their time. So, Do you know what that clip makes me think of? Hmm. What, the Luthan one? No, the, the, the one with oh, the, the one where he's translating the, the Wookiee, the, the Wookiee, the, the Shri Wook <laughs> as she's saying it. It reminds me of this. His high exaltedness, the great Jabba the Hutt, has decreed <laughs> that you are to be terminated immediately. 
You will therefore be taken to the Dune Sea and cast into the, p- the pit of Carcoon, the resting place of the all-might, all-powerful Sarlacc. <laughs> In his belly, you will find, you know. That oh, I was wondering how long are you You slowly die. Well, I had the whole quote here, so I was, I was cutting out the Han Solo, <laughs> Han Solo uh, uh, retorts because there, there's a sentence and then, you know, Solo says, good, I hate long waits. And then he says, doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. You're not wrong, Josh. You're not wrong. <laughs> that was exactly what what text sounded like there. So, um, yeah, we go from uh, riot racer to translator. I mean, he's just nerd. a man of man nerd, of all trades nerd. here, tech. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on before we wrap this thing up and uh, move on with this episode? No. No. Um, all right. We'll hit some music here then. That was recap of season two, episode six of the Bad Batch, entitled Tribe. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I certainly enjoyed that episode. I was glad to see Bad Batch back doing Bad Batch things. They worked a bit better together as a group and when they're doing this kind of stuff. So um, if you guys haven't checked it out already, all of our previous podcasts, you can find anywhere you listen to podcasts. um, And you can also check most of them out on YouTube now. Um, you can find us anywhere on social media at Outer and Beacon. You can email us outerandbeacon at gmail.com. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Where are they going to find you guys at? This is Josh. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tonight. This is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Twitter and Instagram. All right, everybody. Get out, do something Star Warsy this week. As always, may the Force be with you. Always. Less than one month till Mandalorian. One way out. Vita Veniva. <laughs>